Yo, this is Big Brian. This is Jason. And we're from Shababa. And we're listening to Interview Under Fire. Booyah! Guys, thank you so much for joining my podcast today on Interview Under Fire. It's been a crazy last 30 days, to say the least, since your fourth album, Años en Infierno. Did I say that correctly? Yeah. And, you know, I'm going to start with the most basic question, but probably the most important one. Jason and Brian, how are you guys? How have things been for you and your band as of late? And how has everything been since our lives have pretty much changed from March in California? How's the lockdown life? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I just, just, you know, working and just trying to, uh, you know, still, you know, adjust to this, uh, you know, big change that we're all, that we're all experiencing and, um, you know, just trying to be aware of everything that's going on in the world and in our, in our country. And, um, still trying to you know like stay sane at the same time but also being you know aware to all the things that's going on around us right yeah, yeah basically yeah yeah basically i just i mean yeah that, um, i mean both of us have been fortunate enough to, to to still have a job after after this so um yeah i've been lucky enough to to, to work from home and then uh, you know he, he delivers um so i mean it's it's you know i mean like you said we're, we're just kind of experiencing everything and just kind of rolling with it you know and and just just doing what we got to do yeah you know being stuck at home like we all are i know jason's driving but how are yeah. how are both you guys keeping up with your you know you know with your drumming techniques or you know uh, uh guitar chops do you guys live in a place where you can just go out and play as much as you want without the neighbors yelling i assume i i can't but uh i honestly i haven't really been playing uh drums at all i've been um I've been more uh, working out and like staying fit because I, I, I train martial arts and my gym barely opened up. So okay. I'm, I'm still iffy though about going back. So, I mean, since, since the, all the, you know, everything closed, I was training at home just that way. Like when I do go back, I'm not, you know, starting from scratch. Um, so that's really what I've been focusing on. I haven't really been playing drums to be honest. Yeah, I probably, I, should, I probably should though. It's <laughs> all good. The first, the first month, because um, it happened around what, like, like end of March, April, yeah, mid March, something like that. Yeah, once they they sent us home, though, was is around April, and that first month, um, I finished writing uh, some stuff that I'm doing for like a, a solo project that I'm doing. Okay. Um, but once I finished all that shit, like I I I, I haven't touched my guitar in like. Almost two months now. <laughs> and the solo project you're talking about is it? Is it Zompantli? Is that is that what that is? Yeah, Zompantli. Yeah, Zompantli. Yeah, and you also have another side project. I don't know if that's as active as Zompantli, but Mortuary per, uh, Punishment, correct? Yeah, yeah. It, it was just it, that I, I just did to, uh, just did for fun. It's not really an active project anymore. But uh, yeah, um, I, yeah, yeah. I, I just I just kind of just fucked around for a little bit, and and then I um, like l- literally once. I finished writing the Sampali stuff. Um, like within like a, a couple weeks, Anos came out, and then I don't know, man. Like the the way that my mind works, like since that came out, like I, I was just like in, in a Zababa mood. But 
I, I also just felt really like accomplished. So I was just like, fuck man, I, I just don't want to touch my guitar right now. Like, I'm just gonna t- soak everything in. Like I'll, I'm, all, I'm almost taking like, like a fucking vacation from music, so to speak, just cause like just taking everything in and just kind of relaxing. And I, I haven't really felt creative lately either. So I'm just like, it's just, you know, a culmination of shit, so. But um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just like chill. I mean, I, I'm sure in, in, in a couple of weeks or so, I'll, I'll, I'll get the itch to start playing again and, you know, come up with something. But right now I'm just, I'm just chilling, man. Just focusing on work and binge watching shows with my family. <laughs> What's the show you're watching right now? Uh, we just started that, uh, I, as, as, as whack as it sounds, I just started watching the, the last, uh, the, the newest season of 13 Reasons Why. But, <laughs> hey, hey, I'm, I'm not laughing because I've seen all three seasons and I started to watch the fourth one too. You know, I was on the fence on that show. I'm getting so many mixed responses if I should watch that show or not. So one show that I have actually rewatched the show is The Haunting of Hell House. Have you heard of this series? Oh, man, that's, that's, that's a good one. That is that's so good. good. So, I, so I just introduced it to my uh, my older brother and we're all movie buffs. So And I went to film school, so I, had a, I have a knack for you know, watching like a good director of photography and yeah. just good writing and good just imagery when it comes to, you know, telling a good story. And yeah. man, that scared the hell out of that, my siblings. Yeah. And there are some, there are some episodes that were hard to watch and I've yeah. watched it before, but after watching it again, I'm just like, man, this is a lot scarier and a lot more serious than I remember. Just the second time. It doing was fucking, it was deep, man. Yeah. I'm scared deep. to watch. I'm scared to watch that shit again, honestly. Man, and I, I, I know like, they're writing or they're doing another season, I think, too. Yeah, so it's like, called. We just talked about it. Uh, the haunting of Bly, Bly Manor. It's called Bly Manor, and they're bringing more of the same cast back in. They're oh. trying to do it like an American Horror Story kind of uh, theme to it. Yeah. Obviously, you can't continue haunting of Hill House. Oh. It's a little different. Um, yeah. Yeah, Jason, I think you're muted again, bro. <laughs> yeah, he, he just kind of just turned off. There we go. Sorry. There, we there go. you go. There you go. There you go. There you go. Yeah, All fucking, right. So, uh, I'm scared to watch that shit, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> so does this pandemic, now that all of us are home, does it open up new things for you guys, both personally and artistically, that you, you had not noticed about yourself before? Oh, I... Yeah, can you hear me, guys? A little bit. Now I can. Okay. No, I was saying, so does this pandemic, does this open up new things for you personally and artistically that you guys have, may have not noticed about yourself before? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> not, not, not really. I mean, I guess as far as like musically for me, not really, but like, like I said, like as far as like, like uh, my training and like, like martial arts and stuff, like. It's definitely like made me be more like disciplined about it and uh, like force myself to work out, you know, by myself because working out alone is, is pretty boring and it's pretty hard to do consistently. But um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely made me do it because if not, I, I would just fucking, you know, I, I, I don't know. I needed I, to do something. Yeah, I think all of us need to do something out unless we would probably go batch it crazy and, and you know brian yeah, yeah. I, brian i know you talked about your solo project you know it, that's definitely something you're you're uh taking the initiative to uh work on right it's, i mean opening up new boundaries yeah. for that within yourself 
yeah, it, 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 it's, it's actually like, like I said, like once I finished, it, it, it was like, like a week or two before Anya's came out. And um, so I haven't really picked up a guitar, but I have like been thinking about doing like uh, more um, like percussion stuff, like, like for like filler, like filler stuff. And like, yeah. um, like I, I bought like a, like a, a, a native American flute and I have some other flutes that I'm trying to like learn and, and like, like fuck with. And um, so I, I got like, I, I'm just kind of adding to, to the like, kind of like native muse, music repertoire. Um, I, I guess, the, yeah, the, that would be the only thing that I'm kind of doing right now is just trying to learn like these little tiny instruments to kind of build an atmosphere for, for certain things. And um, yeah, that, that's about it. So yeah, I guess it is kind of expanding my creative because I got like, it's given me time to actually focus on on learning these these new instruments for me. Yeah, I was I was learning learning them right. Like I don't, I, I don't like to just like learn things just like you know the bare minimum. I like when I learn and I try to to do as best as I can and, and you know. Without yeah. Does it does it benefit someone being a musician such as yourself to have multiple things that they're working on as opposed to focusing on just one project? Is it better to have different things to focus on? Because you're doing that. Yeah. Um. Not really. I mean, oh, yes and no, but but like it, it definitely like because I, I I always felt like I had um, other creative juices that weren't so much like Zabalba related. Yeah. And uh, honestly, when I when I wrote uh, the mortuary punishment stuff, like I, I wrote that demo in in a couple hours, like like on my day off, like one weekend, and that like, like writing that demo and then focusing like like just a little bit of energy on that, kind of like brought like a lot more to like Zabalba. I, I like that's I think what kind of helped us like finish the record. Um, because like, I felt a little more like, I felt really confident. I was like, oh shit, like this is like, people like this shit. I was like, but this isn't even like my, my best stuff. I feel like, like, hold on. I got to fucking like, you know, and then yeah. like me and Jason kind of just like buckle down and, and like, we would reserve weekends with each other and, and screw and then, and, and write music. <laughs> <laughs> Use that term loosely. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, no. It, it helped out like I think it, it helped out a lot to kind of bring you know other shit out of me and, and then like yeah almost almost like tapping into another dimension with the within your within Brian you know that you may have not yeah, explored yeah, yeah. before about yourself now you guys haven't really done a lot of extensive touring but you guys have toured with a good amount of acts and it's been over 10 years now that we've kind of just taken like a step back I mean an unseen step back does it make you have a growing appreciation for the tour life? What was your, I guess, favorite part about touring? Because there's like, there's culture, there's fans, there's food. It's almost like a break. But what was something about touring that you guys liked the most? Uh, Jason, you want to take that? I mean, he toured a lot more than I did. He's thinking. It's a rough life. <laughs> uh, honestly. Probably, probably uh, all those things he's meeting, like the different, the different, you know, and then just like hanging out with them and just like, you know, just being exposed to, to different cultures. Yeah. Uh, that, that's probably my favorite. 
I think it broke up there just a little bit. But, yeah, it was good. It's yeah, yeah. cutting yeah. out. <laughs> like right when you said, what was your favorite part? Like you cut out. <laughs> oh. No, I, can you hear me now? Yeah, 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 I can hear you. Uh, uh, no, I was just saying like my favorite, my favorite part is probably like just meeting the people, like being exposed to the, you know, to the culture and, you know, different types of people that come to our shows. Is there any show that stands out on top of your head? Uh, yeah, uh, El Salvador. <laughs> <laughs> want to tell me about that brian's laughing up there <laughs> uh yeah it, it's pretty it's a long story but uh um pretty much like we i i got i almost didn't get let into the country and i was stuck at the border with nate for like three hours or something like that yeah and then like in the middle of the jungle mind you is where the border is you know and so anyway we get across the border and then we meet up. My dad was living there at the time. And, um, and then we hang out and then we go to the show and then we're playing and we're like three songs in and uh, a fight breaks out. And then somebody pulls out a shotgun and then they start pointing it at the other you know, group of people they were fighting. And then uh, one of our friends is behind that guy with the shotgun and like he yanks it out of his hand and then he has the shotgun, and then, like, Jeez. Nate was trying to break up the fight, you know, and then, like, I pulled Nate, you know, away, because, oh, first he was trying to grab the shotgun from the guy, and, and I pulled him away, because I didn't know if it was loaded, so I grabbed him. I was like, dude, what are you doing? Get away from that shit, you know? Because he was right by the barrel, like, the barrel was, like, right by his head, and and so I grabbed him, and then our friend grabbed the shotgun, and then... Um, yeah, and then the whole time my dad was right there off to the side watching, and you know, and you know, we we're just like, wow, like this is the craziest fucking show we've ever played, and yeah, that's El Salvador in a nutshell. Man, I was not expecting that. I was just, I was thinking, man, this was gonna be a great show, one of the best shows of my life. Man, this yeah. is well, but but hey, but hey, that's you bring up like just it's just a whole different dimension when it comes to playing live shows, especially in a different country. Yeah, honestly, yeah, and, and the other reason why that 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 show sticks out to me personally is because uh, that was the first time I, I went to El Salvador where, where my family's from. Okay. And uh, and then I also met my dad's um, my my two siblings. My dad remarried, and then he had two kids, and then I met them for the first time, and then I met my dad's mom for the very first time as well. So. Wow. You know, Talk and, about and a. Yeah, and then also on top of that, I hadn't seen my dad in eight years, but before that, so yeah, so all that together was pretty nuts. Man, Brian, you're gonna have to beat that one. Do you have one? <laughs> I mean, I, uh, I mean, but you were at that show. I wasn't. I was on the tour. Oh. Uh, so uh, that's why I said he toured more than I did. Yeah. So ba basically, like um after 2011 and 12 i i completely stopped touring to, to focus on working okay um and uh so like i i wasn't able to do like all the big tours i was only able to do like the, the smaller weekend and, and week-long stuff um and 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 they would go on on those, those longer you know treks and and do those and we would get like a fill-in uh, so uh, at the time, like I, I wasn't able to do that tour because it was just a little too long, and I, I couldn't, I couldn't, I didn't have enough vacation time because I had taken something, um, 
I, I, I forgot like what, sh- what tour around that time was that I was like, Oh shit. Like, I, like I already took all my vacation time. I, I can't, I can't do it. But, yeah. um, um, luckily though, J- Japan, like Japanese shows always oh, yeah. stick out to me just cause they're, they're fun. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I definitely got, uh, <laughs> I got left at the airport. Uh, I was waiting at the airport for a couple hours, uh, because uh, uh, Jason and Nate got arrested the night before. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, again, because of work, I, I wasn't able to fly in uh, with them. And I, I'm actually kind of glad that I didn't fly in with them because it would have been me with them, I'm sure. <laughs> or, or I don't know. Maybe Probably, the butterfly, yeah. maybe that fucking butterfly effect would have tapped in it and we would have done men somewhere else or I, yeah. I don't know. But, but yeah. like, yeah, basically, like, like uh, because of work, I wasn't able to fly in with them. I had to fly in. Um, about like 12 hours later after I got off work. And so when I landed, I'm waiting around and it, this is uh, Japan in 2000, uh, 2000, I, I don't know. I'm not that, that fucking tech savvy. It was probably maybe about 2015 and I, I, I'm not that tech savvy. So I didn't have long distance or, or, uh, or any kind of like international shit on my phone line. Cause, cause I'm a broke ass. And like, I was just like, like I had to just kind of wait around like fuck they'll, they'll come get me eventually they'll come get me and like at one point like it was a, a couple hours in that I was like fuck fuck this I'm turning my phone on and I'm gonna try to send an email to, to Koba and then um uh luckily like there was an email that was already sent that like oh we're coming to get you and I was like oh fuck okay cool so I turned my phone back on or back off and then I was waiting for them and turn up like they came and got me but but uh, uh I don't know I, I was at um uh, how he was saying, like, just experiencing different cultures and, and different customs. So, uh, basically, like, in Japan, like, like, Japan's just very, very fun. The shows are great. Everyone kind of appreciates and, and uh doesn't matter how late it is, like, they'll watch you and, and you know. But, like, I went to, uh, it, it was uh, one of the fests that they, that they do, the Blood Axe Fest. And uh, some some dude came up to me and he was like, yo, he's like, I, I mean, in extremely broken English, he was just like, you like, or he not even broken, he just like two words, you like, you like corrupted, like, but a question yeah. mark. And I'm like, oh yeah, I love corrupted. And then like, he reaches into his bag and then he like, he gives, he gives me like two corrupted patches. And I'm like, oh shit, like, what, uh, like, he's like, he's like for you, he's like, cause you like corrupted. And I was just like, oh shit, like, thank you. Hey, they love their metal down there, man. I appreciate uh, that. Uh, and, and yeah, like, because like, I, I would like, I love, like, Corrupt is one of my favorite fucking bands from Japan ever. So like getting Corrupted merch in the US, is it, 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 it's hard. Uh, but like in Japan, it, like that stuff's flowing like the, the salmon of Capistrano out there. <laughs> so like fucking, like he came in and brought me that. And then like oh, another one of our friends that, um, was living in, uh, I guess he's from uh, New Zealand or something like that. I forgot his name, but uh, he he uh, he moved to Japan. Yeah. And uh, we, we ended up playing with this band and he brought me uh, a Godzilla, a little Godzilla figure. And and I was like, oh shit. He's like, yeah. Like I always see you posting about Godzilla and stuff like that. that you like Godzilla a lot. So I figured I'd get you this. I'm like, oh shit. Like, so it's just a, a, a weird, like, like, like custom, but it's a cool custom. Like, they, they like bring these like offerings to you and i was just like yo this is fucking sick like where they, is it do you have it with you uh i i do not have i actually i don't i don't have anything on me except the godzilla ones are in the living room 
Okay. The corrupted patches are are in uh, this little shoe boxes. I I haven't put them on anything. I just okay. So yeah, at least at least you still have it. Away. That that's cool. Oh, yeah, that yeah. you still have it. Yeah. I still have them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, actually, that's that's one awesome. of the corrupted one of the corrupted patches is on uh some old shorts. I actually have to, to take them off because uh, um the shorts are old yeah. and all like worn down, so I have to like put them yeah. on something else. Sorry, I'm, making, I'm making sure Jane Jason's okay. <laughs> Did you hear that shit? Yeah, yeah we heard that. So we were like, having a conversation. Jason's over like just watching out for his life. This guy's shitty ass car trying to fucking burn out like he's in Fast and the Furious. Oh, I hate that shit. It sounds like <laughs> shit. Like, Are you you know, uh, we get that a lot in Texas, so it, I'm used <laughs> no, to that. I'm, I'm right here in Chino off of Euclid. Oh, Chino? Oh, same shit. Yeah. So I want to talk about, you know, before we dive into that, the album, Años and Infierno, it's absolute beast of a record. You guys did something interesting recently that's been a common subject in my, uh, in my show lately. It's live streaming. You guys just finished that up, I believe, very recently, right? How yeah. was that? It, it, it was sick. Like, um, we had never been in, in like, a, a studio like that before. Like, it, it, I mean, it was in the fucking valley, but, like, it felt like we were in Hollywood for like a second and like it was just this really cool fucking studio and um we yeah we did the interview there and, and then like just played the set and yeah it it, it 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 was fucking dope as fuck and then we we put it up and and like people seemed to enjoy it and we like lab uh live chatted with people that were were in in the session and it it was cool it was it was a dope ass experience yeah, so it. so following up on that, so we've seen bands like one of the first bands to ever do the live streaming was Code Orange. I don't know if you guys saw that when they did the. It was at a is an empty venue and they streamed it for the fans. Yeah. So I wanted to ask I want to ask you guys because you guys have been playing music for a while. And you guys have done the live streaming. Do you guys think the quarantine induced live streaming surge that we're seeing now? Do you think that will affect the touring musician business going forward? Do you still see bands doing this even after all this is over? Um, no, no. I, I, I think may, maybe, but not. It's not gonna affect live shows. See, there's, there's no right or wrong answer show. to this because I get, I get yeah. yes, and then there's no. But it's it's great yeah. to see different perspectives. Yeah, because I mean, like, like bands have always been doing like, like the like live sessions, you know, uh, um, in like li either like little parties or, or or in studio little studio sessions that dudes do multi camera things and it looks fucking cool. Um, but uh, like, I don't know, man. I think I think that shit's. I'm not gonna say it's gonna be irrelevant. I think people are gonna still going back to to doing those like session shit. But like, I think people are just gonna be so eager just to get to shows again that it's yeah. Like, they're not gonna they're not gonna want to do that. They're gonna want the the real thing because they haven't had it in a minute. Right. I think I think yeah. Nothing's gonna uh, take the place of a live show. But I think it'd be cool like if a band were to do that and then like do like a like a kind of like a, like an improv type thing like oh like you know we'll t we, we're taking requests you know like of old shit you know old songs yeah. and let's see if we remember them you know and just do it on the fly i think people would like to see that like yeah you know yeah yeah, yeah i mean it feels it it's, it's different if i see sabalba like in front of me as opposed to seeing yeah. you guys on the screen which yeah. of course i have the liberty to mosh in my own own room if i want if I wanted to <laughs> that's fine yeah but like I mean, because the because like you said, Jason, yeah, it could happen. Let's say you guys play a show overseas and someone yeah. in the States doesn't, don't have access to it. You could sell right. the virtual tickets to them. And, but you know, I, I, Germany's doing that thing right now where they had, I don't know if you guys seen it, where the cars were like in the field. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw I, that. I, I think it was Doro Pesh who did the, that live show in front of all the cars, but yeah. you know, 
it's pretty cool. It's, it's, it's innovative. I'm not gonna knock. I'm not gonna knock anyone. Anyone's of course. on that. Like, I think I think that's cool. And like, people seem to enjoy themselves. Like, like yeah. I mean, before, like, I enjoy my. I enjoy the fucking drive-in theater when I when I was a kid. So I mean, it would be the same fucking thing. Man, I would definitely be on board if they made a drive-in theater. <laughs> that's like you talking about an old tradition. Mm. I'm all for that. You know, before. Oh, yeah. uh, you know, for Jason joined. Uh, Brian, we were talking about the live streaming how it affected just pretty much everyone. I, I forgot exactly what, but it was right before Jason joined. We were talking about that, yeah. about how it, it would affect you guys. But seeing you guys actually take part in it, it's not something like, okay, now remember, Jason, we were talking about how when you release an album, which you're about to get to, is you don't plan for a pandemic, you know? There are different protocols that you can yeah. follow when it comes to, you know, uh, delays or, you know, special editions, whatever you want to talk about. But when it yeah. comes to a pandemic, there's no protocol for it. If you want to talk about the Spanish flu, sure, that no. happened years ago. But now it's, yeah. it's not something you plan for. Did album delays, did that come into play with Años and Inferno? Did that something, is that something that crossed your minds when it comes to sticking to the schedule or moving an album back? Because we've seen al- bands like Lamb of God, Enslaved, they moved their release dates back. Yeah. As opposed to yeah. bands like Trivium and Black Dahlia Murder, they actually benefited from sticking, yeah. sticking to the schedule. You know, I, I want to ask for Sabalba, they're for your fourth album. You guys are seasoned yeah. veterans now at this point with the music you play. Did that ever cross your mind when it comes to releasing an album on time? No. Yeah, no. no. We 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 stuck with it and we're like, I mean, why why move it back? Just just leave it, you know, just yeah, just, just stick with it. Just let nature take its course, baby. Man, it's because I think also too we, we we've just been so damn so damn eager to get it out yeah and like we're just like fuck man like I couldn't imagine pushing it back and it's still not being out right now you know yeah you guys wrote this record for a couple of years and this is your first album since 2015 I believe it's the longest time frame that went from one album to the next what yeah. was the most important part of your lives that has changed or has been impacted the most since then because you're talking about five years. And that's a lot that can happen in five years. I mean, I don't know. Just, I mean, uh, obviously work schedules and then, and then like fi- just yeah. finding, our, finding ourselves and then kind of, uh, I want to say reconnecting, but just kind of focusing on, on, on family a little bit, a little bit more, a little extra. Yeah. Uh, just because, I mean, like for, for, for Jason, he, he, he toured a lot and I'm sure he, he missed a lot of, you know, occasions that he could have been with his family. And, and now doesn't really have to yeah. worry about that anymore you know and, and, and like it's yeah it's just it's like it's it's also like realizing like okay like we're not gonna be you know benefiting financially from the band you know i i used to like have that dream and not to sound greedy or anything but like i just wanted to be in a band that like like the bands that we grew up grew up listening to like those like you know those guys live from the band you know from their music like yeah. I know it's hard to do, but like I was like willing to to go for it and, and try it, you know, like and like you know we did it for a long time, and, and then you know it comes a time where you're like okay, you know this ain't gonna work out, so now what, you know, and like you, you just gotta go to the next step and, and figure out the next step, and um, so that's what I really started to focus on in the last you know few yeah. years, I guess. You know, know what that, am I gonna really? Yeah, and. And dude, that's not greedy at all. You you got to do what you got to do and look at the product that you finally put out, which is your fourth album, which 
one of my favorites and you know i've i've been exposed to a lot of records this year this has been a great year for music just metal in general and you guys just yeah. added on to that just made it more sweeter and at, at, you know this album came out may 29th on southern lord recordings you know and i was gonna ask how long did it take to record this album because you guys did work with producer uh arthur what's his last name arthur arthur rizik yeah, yeah, because he's worked yeah. with Soulfly, Power Trip, Chromags, Inquisition, yeah. even. Rizik. You no? Know? Yeah. yeah. So, what new challenges did you face that you haven't before during the recording experience? I mean, I don't know. I wouldn't really call them challenges. It was yeah. actually like, easy. honestly, <laughs> honestly, it was very easy because, like, me and Jason go in prepared. Like, we know what we want, we know what we want to, yeah. how we want to execute it. And then Arthur just kind of like added that extra, like the extra push for us. Like he's like, okay, like we would do something this way. And he'd be like, okay, hold on. I think you can do it a little bit better, but, but, but try this yeah. instead. Yeah. You, and, had, and like, you, had, you had someone actually push you. Yeah. Yeah. But, but like, like, like everything was already mapped out like, like beforehand. And like, even like, I think, um, I, I, I mean, I don't want to quote Arthur, but like, to paraphrase him, he was just like, yo, you guys are like Brian some of the easiest, the easiest motherfuckers to work with. What the fuck was that, Jason? <laughs> huh? Jason, I'm going to bring you in for all these interviews now. <laughs> He's just going to be like just a third wheel. <laughs> what happened? So, so no, but basically. I'm, I, I'm trying to focus because I'm, I'm pulling into the, to the warehouse right now. There's a shitload of vans in here. Okay. Well, yeah. So, so basically like, like he, he was just like, yo, you guys are just like the easiest motherfuckers to work with. Like, like you guys kind of just like have our everything already set like like how you guys want it yeah and then like there, there wasn't that many like i mean there, there was like a like a few improvisions in that 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 we did but like for the most part like we we were prepared and we were in arizona for uh, a week i think uh, a six days recording total yeah and, uh, uh, what studio was it at it was at the platinum underground it, it's, okay. it's it's run by this guy john um and uh, uh, Arthur Rizik was was actually John. John was like the like a co-engineer. He, he would he would help out Arthur sometimes. But uh, but yeah, it, it was it was a, a, a cool experience just because like we had never been in like a a big ass <laughs> like a professional studio like that. It was, it was insane. Like and not to say that that like the uh, the pit's not professional, but like oh, um, sure. like like this place was like a fucking like huge underground like bunker that was just like yeah some some crazy shit like i was just like yo what what like we don't belong here like what the fuck like no i wouldn't say that man look at the product you put out and that's <laughs> yeah, I, think that, yeah. I think the album you put out is a testament to everything you just talked about now jason yeah. if you want to chime in on this you can but i want to ask when it came to recording the drums and the guitars for you brian how long did it take to record those instruments drums was two days okay um yeah Cause uh, like like half the day was actually getting like a good, good setup, a good sound, and then like the the the, the following like like I I would say like it was a good maybe like twenty uh, maybe like sixteen hours of, of of drums and and like like I said like we were already prepared and shit so like like it, yeah. it was just but yeah I, I, I don't uh, know, yeah the drums two days yeah I, <laughs> Brian just said that. <laughs> Here we go, Brian. When it comes, what about the uh, what about Sorry, your I, what about your guitars? Like, how long did that did that take? Uh, two two days. Okay, I think we just actually lost, uh, we just lost Jason. I want to say about two. Uh, yeah, it was probably like two and a half, two and a half days, almost yeah. three. 
It's because like, like we definitely like layered the fuck out of those guitars. Yeah. And uh, um, so like like, yeah yeah. I mean, if you include the bass, yeah, about about three days, and then like the the last day was just like kind of like touching up some bass parts, and then doing like the the the, the extra percussion for Saka. Yeah. And um, yeah, it, it 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 was a pretty pretty cool process, like. And, and for um, the listeners right now, just so you know, Jason's going to be tuning in and out, uh, just so you don't get confused. <laughs> he's going <laughs> yeah. he's he's going to join this conversation again. Uh, he's so just no finishing wor- at work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What he's up? good. He's good. So I wanted to ask you. Know, fucking van. <laughs> Where'd he go? <laughs> Where's that Hope he's okay. <laughs> so Brian, you know, in one of your other interviews, I can't remember which one it was, you talked about aiming for a doom crowbar sound with the dirtiness of an obituary record. Oh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. You talked so, about this being your heaviest record. Do you think you achieved that now with the final yes. product? Yes. Yeah. I, I think this is definitely our heaviest record. Um, it, it just, it sounds like so dense and just, there's just like a mountain of, of just sound just falling on top of you when you listen to it, I, I think. And, and, uh, um, I was telling Arthur cause Arthur was like, so like, what are you going for guitar tone wise? And I told him, I was like, I want to do like, um, if you can take the, my, my guitar tone from Asa La Muerte with all the sustain and, and low end and mix that with crowbars uh, odd fellows rest album yeah with like the the you know how dense and and just heavy it is and and uh you know the, all the sustain that it has like throw that in the mix and then i uh, but i want like the dirtiness of like cause of death and incomplete obituary and throw that in there if you can combine those those three you know kind of things then then you know i'm, I'm gonna be happy and and Man. he was, and he he fucking like it's great yeah, I, I i got no complaints like uh, arthur's the fucking man <laughs> all right well shout out to arthur man you know yeah, shout I, out I, I think i think you guys achieved that and more and yeah. i heard a lot of uh i don't know if it's just me but i heard a lot of sepultura in there as well oh like, yeah, like yeah, early, yeah like early sepultura i'm like yeah man oh, there's there's always yeah. gonna be sepultura that's that's one of our our favorite bands of all time and yeah you know Is like there the, a- the cavaleras are are inspirations for us like i mean Fuck yeah. like yeah, yeah we were like, we were talking about Max when I uh, when I interviewed him. You know, it's, yeah, it's yeah. it was just I think when you're around that just a, as big of an influence as he is, it's uh, again it, it shows the impact that he had on all yeah. of us. And well, you, you know, you know, you know, you want to know something, Sonny? Yeah, he's a big fan of us. <laughs> oh yeah, I know that. That's that's great. He, uh, <laughs> I so he, know, that, he loves crazy. you guys. He, he loves he loves bands like Necron, like the ones who are like that's you know underground. I, I love that. Yo, that you guys have that connection. Crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, I, 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 yo, that that shit was crazy. I, I went to go see them on on, on the roots, uh, the roots tour. Man. And so like, um, uh, luckily the, the venue that we work at, our, our other guitar player Scott works at. Him yeah. and Nate work at the Observatory in Orange County, Santa Ana, baby, shout out. And so like, basically, they like he was able to get us backstage and stuff. So we saw Max, and, and you could tell Max just was like being a, a, a fan guy and just like taking pictures with people, but you can see his body. Like he, he's tired. He wants to go yeah. on his bus. He's making his way to his bus. And then fucking here I come like fucking <laughs> big fucking Brian coming through like, yo, Hey, what's up Max? Good show. 
And he's just like, oh, yeah, thank you, thank you. Like, you know, but, like, I, I read his body language. He's like, I don't want to be fucked with right now, man. Thank you, though. <laughs> and, and I was like, cool. And, but I was like, hey, man, I play in Zimbabwe. And then, like, I, I, sh- I shit you not. This motherfucker, like, his eyes just got, like, so huge. And he's like, what? And then he's like, oh, fuck. He's like, oh, fuck, you guys are the heaviest, man. <laughs> and I'm Dude, just like, oh, hell awesome. yeah. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. I'm like, yo. And then, like, he, like we ended up, like, talking. And um, he, uh, um, I actually, like, uh, since we were talking, like, more fans kind of came. And like, oh, shit, he's still out here. Let's go talk to him. But he was, like, like we were engaged. But he was, like, still, like, taking pictures with people, saying hi, and, like, still talking to me. Yeah. And, like, he, he, he actually, like, like, I was just like, oh, shit, like, like he knows who we are. He likes us, but no, nah, this motherfucker like knew like, like our release schedule, like like because at that time like we had an EP coming out, and he's like, oh yeah, you guys got an EP that just just came out too, huh? Wow. I'm like, I'm like yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh man, I haven't listened to it, but I like the the Tierra album like a lot. And I'm just like, yo, this is this is insane. Dude, like, man, when you get pra- when you right when now? you get praise <laughs> from one of your one of the yeah. one of the legends that I'm I can't even begin to describe it. You know, just being in his presence, yeah. but but I. I agree 1000% with everything you said because you guys, man, I'm glad you guys never broke up because I know that was, that was also discussed somewhere in between the timeline of Zabalba, but yeah. please keep, keep playing music. Cause I mean, you got people yeah. like Max. I mean, I'm a nobody, but you got my that support 1000%. Uh, so. You're somebody, Sonny. You're somebody, baby. You're somebody, man. Try, trying to get there, but <laughs> you're going to make it to the top, baby. <laughs> hey, listen, what I, I, I interviewed Max. So I'd love to bring Max on yeah, with you guys, hey, interview all of you yo, guys together. Yo, I, I, I would love that, man. Yeah, so I was, <laughs> so was going to ask, because, you know, I want to talk more about the album just real quick before we finish things off. Is there a theme to the sound or albums you guys have? Is there a theme to it? Or, or better yet, let, let me say it this way. To what level do you guys like to have a theme for your records? And how important are themes? Is that more about helping you guys write or yeah. sound? Or is that more for the audience? Because a lot of artists, they don't really care about themes. They just do 10 songs and that's it, which is more power to them. But you guys, I feel like there's a formula that you guys have that has has been working. I think we don't have like a formula, but like we definitely like try to make everything like cohesive. And so like the record flows very strongly. Yeah. Um, And then plus like, like putting our culture, our cultural touch on it. Like that's like, I think our main like theme i guess you would say I, I wouldn't really call it a theme because like we always like we, like each song is different and we write like how we feel and 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 it's how we express ourselves yeah. <laughs> but like we definitely want to like hey man like this is us like yeah like the, the, the like you know like like yeah you like bands can write about partying and, and and all that shit but like yo man this is us this is our culture this is what we're proud of as people and and we try to put that in our music and we try to add that flavor which uh, I mean, not just not to toot my own horn or our own horn. Like oh, I think yeah. that makes us u- unique. Like I think it makes us a little bit New York, uh, New York. <laughs> a little bit more. <laughs> a little bit New York. <laughs> it makes us a, well. Hey, speaking of New York, I mean, it makes us a little bit more unique because we have like the death metal, we have the doom metal, and then we have that you know that New York hardcore like kind of yeah. vibe to us, and it's just. <laughs> you guys put it hey, fuck you, Jason. Fuck you. <laughs> hey, Sonny, Sonny, real quick, just so you know, we we have this thing where where when any of any of our friends fucks up a word like that, like it, it we don't let we don't let it go at all. Yeah. Like so so we're always we're always really careful with what we say because we'll, yeah. we legit 
like we we remember fuck ups that happened like ten years ago. Yeah, man. So I had to tell you this. So earlier this week, I had Bobby Blitz and Mark Menji on the show, and they were going at it, dude. I'm talking. I'm trying. I'm doing the interview, but it was great. I love talking to those guys. Those are those are some, some of the nicest dudes in the industry you'll meet. Some of the greatest musicians. But man, the entire interview, they were just giving each other shit. It was so funny. Oh, like, man. and That's Bobby funny. Blitz, he's been around for a long time with Overkill, you know. Dude. And Mark yeah. Menji with Metal Allegiance. It just shows the yeah. bond that they have. I feel like. Our community, like metalheads, I feel like we are like a family, and you know, it's it's just everybody you meet. It's it it's like who said this? I believe Rob Zombie said this at, at one of his interviews. It's like all the weird kids, but all together, you know. And yeah. oh yeah, you're not the weird kid anymore because everyone else is like you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Having uh, said that, yeah. having said yeah. that, don't let any shit go. Like all the all the shit you guys have, <laughs> the the history, you got, that give each other a hard time. That's the best part about it. Yeah, no, I mean. Yeah, that's yeah, basically what we do. Yeah. Some people don't, don't understand it, but like it's just how we express our love. Yeah. yeah. Talking and to somebody. <laughs> speaking of expression, the album cover, Dan Seagraves. Holy shit. Shout out to him. Oh, yeah. um, Let, legend, dude. Legend. Man, legend. The, the, I mean, the album cover, it's actually, I think it might be my favorite this year because I've seen a lot of great album covers. Zababa, so I'm putting on record right now the best album cover this year because it's, yeah. it's when i when i saw that record when i saw that album cover i'm like what is this i i need to listen to this now. yeah and yeah. you know anio San infierno it's been on repeat in my uh in my stereo for the last for the last month and it took me forever to nail this uh interview down with you guys so that's why i'm just like so thrilled to do this now with this fourth record do you feel like it's like a snapshot of where you guys are at a certain time in your life it feels like it now, just because yeah. of everything that's going on. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, if you look back on your records, like, okay, the last album, it reminds me of a certain time where I was in my life, you know, for the yeah. last three records, you know, something yeah. like that. Yeah. I, I I think it does, because, like, one of the, the, the like, like when Dan Seagrave, like, hit us with that concept for the, because, like, what he would do was, like, he would send us sketches, and yeah. we'd have like little mini concepts hey this is this is what this drawing is this is what that drawing is and like we when we settled on, on this one i'm not settled but when we chose this one uh he was like yeah it's it's almost like nature's kind of taking back you know like after like all the years of, of shit and bullshit in the world is finally taking itself back yeah and, and we're like oh that, that's actually really cool and then like now that like the record comes out during a fucking pandemic and then during like you know like very important race-related fucking protests going on like yeah. i feel like it, it is gonna it it, it it like it wasn't our intent to come out you know for during all this shit but it happened and and like it's definitely gonna be like i think one of yeah, those it records pertains, that, yeah it pertains to the time yeah, and then, and then, yeah. especially since like me jason and nate when we write our lyrics we definitely try to make them a universal and, and, and metaphoric so like you can kind of like it, it might mean something to you that, that it means to somebody else. Oh yeah. And I think right now with the times, like it's, it's, it's a little bit more um, savory for people what's going on. Cause they feel like, Oh shit, you're years in hell. Like that, that. Yeah. This is what it's talking to them. Yeah. This is yeah. Years in hell. Like they could mean all kinds of shit. It could mean like an individual help for us as individuals, or it could be fucking years of hell with, you know, fucking how like, you know, uh, 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 black people and people of color are, are, are in this country and, and now it's all these years in hell the fucking the earth is taking back you know what's fucking you know 
taking back itself. What, yeah, what belongs to it, up. you know? Yeah, it's rising, it's rising up, and it's taking over. And I, I, I yeah, I think it's definitely going to, but like, it, it, like I said, it, it wasn't something that we were planning. It just happened. But I think yeah. the timing just fell into place. Like, everyone's had enough bullshit. And then fucking, like, the this record with this goddamn lava taking over this goddamn pyramid. It's just... It makes yeah. fucking it's, sense. It's it's, it's 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 what we need, man. And we're only halfway through 2020. Holy shit! Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like what the fuck. <laughs> but but I think you guys definitely have an album uh, contender uh, for for the year. Like for, for all albums Thank that you. I've heard, I've I've interviewed Thank many you. artists. Wow. And Zabalba, I mean, dude. I so do you guys know who Patrick Sheridan is? That so, name sounds familiar. So he no. he's the guitarist for Fit for an Autopsy. He loves you guys. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, Patrick, yeah. Pat, Pat, yeah. Yeah, we know yeah. Pat. Yeah, man. So That's the man. I, I, bro, Pat Sheridan, he, I've interviewed him twice already. He's been on my show a couple of times. Man, you're talking about authenticity. This guy's yeah. got it. But Pat is the man. But when you know, yeah. like, good music taste, he's got it. I'm like, I mean, it's a ball, oh, man. Yeah. Like, and that, again, shows the testament for the work that you guys put behind this record. And, yeah. you know, I... I want to dive. I wanted to dive as much as I can to it. And He's for my no listeners, here's the thing: for my listeners out there, can you guys translate what "años en infierno" translates into? What does that mean? Years in hell. Yeah, years yeah, in hell. Yeah. Okay, where did that influence come from? Is that something that you guys just collectively came up with? We I mean, we all we yeah. all were like uh, throwing names out, the three of us. And then, uh, what, 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 what was the weirdest one? I have to ask. What, this. I, I wouldn't say it was the not, weirdest. Not the, the weirdest. not the weirdest one, but you know. Yeah. There, the like, one that we almost chose that me and Brian both really liked it was uh, um, Anios and um, um, oh, fuck, I forget the name. This the word in Spanish for it, but basically like in a cave, like in a cavern, in, yeah, yeah, in yeah. a cavern or like 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 uh, something like that. Like, cause you know, Shababa is, is the place of fear, right? In the mythology. Yeah. So, so we were trying to incorporate the album title, like with like being in a cave, like, you know, in the, in the place of fear, you know? Mm-hmm. And, uh, we told Nate that, and then he's like, Oh, I don't know. And then, and then he came back with, um, Inferno. And then we like went back and forth and then we finally just decided on, I don't know, Inferno. Yeah, it almost yeah. makes you, it almost makes you think like the maybe album cover would have been different, huh? Yeah, yeah. Well, because probably I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Because like w- w- with Seagrave, like that's all we would do was just give him like the album title. Yeah. Told him like uh, uh, it was mostly Nate that corresponded with him, but Nate would just tell him like 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 what it meant to us, and maybe like shoot him a few lyrics, and he would kind of just, you know, all the yeah. fucking permeations mm-hmm. in his fucking brain went went to work and. And he, he did what he did. But yeah, yeah, that's basically how, how, how we came up with it. Like, me and Jason had an idea. Like, he, like, like it was definitely some kind of, like, like, like long-suffering for, 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 for us. And, but but yeah. like we're, we're still here. Like, we're still, like, like, doing things. And, like, even though we're not touring anymore and, and playing as much, um, we're taking care of what we have to take care of. And we're doing this at our own pace. Because, like, like we want to do that like we want to do shit at our own pace like we want to do what we want to do and like there's we're not going to do any compromise like like it's like we're not going to fucking do anything for anybody we're just going to fucking do things for ourselves and and the people that appreciate it and you know yeah yeah. and speaking of people who appreciate it pat sheridan max kevlar shout out to you guys yeah shout out baby yeah now this is the last part of the interview unfortunately because i'm definitely going to bring you guys back in the future i'm going to put you guys on the hot seat 
I'm going to call out lyrics. I'm going to see if you know your own songs. You guys okay with that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. All right. I did my research here. So I'm going to go in random order. Hey, oh, hold on, hold on. I'm going to say this right now. If you were <laughs> Nate on this shit, he wouldn't fucking know anything. <laughs> oh, my God. See? We, I wish we got our Nate now. <laughs> All right, who's who's going to go first? It's, it's whatever you guys want to do. I, I picked up oh, some okay. songs, so whoever can guess it first, all right? All right. I, I'm going to go easy on you, all right? I'm going to read ahead. a lyric. You just tell me what song and album it's from. All right. All right. Decaying body. Soul escapes in the wind. Light goes dark. Dark. Oh, that's that's uh, 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 a, a beast of one. Yep. Yeah. All right. That's good. I, I know those, those lyrics. Are, those are his lyrics. That's why. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you I'd go easy. Okay. All right. I'm going to go in random order. Um, let's see here. Okay. Hmm? Yeah. All right. Oh, that's all Sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Does he want to join? Yeah, sorry. I'm talking to the... Oh, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. All right. Here we go. Look into these eyes. Tell me what you see. I'm at the brink of insanity. Feed me lies. Embrace denial. Who am I? Who is this that stands before me? Who am I? I know what that is. Jason, you know, no, no serenity. Yep. Yeah. You know, I, I, I wrote those lyrics too. <laughs> See, I don't know. All right. Alone and lost, I can't seem to shake this empty feeling. Cold turns to frost. This void spreads, turning me into nothing. Oh, that's, uh, uh, fuck, I forgot what it's called, but it's the, the last song on Antieta. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Because I fucking wrote the goddamn lyrics, baby. The fuck, See? Sonny? Wait, man, why don't you fucking it's why don't you say some, some of my lyrics, Sonny? <laughs> Hopefully we'll get there. Okay, is it El, El Vacio? El Vacio, yeah, yeah. El Vacio, yeah. El Vacio. I'll just make sure I say it right. Okay. All right, all right, okay. All right. Hopefully, okay. Jason, this is for you. Let's see, let's see if this is it. Finger on the trigger, barrel to my head. Oh, fuck. Obituary. There you go. <laughs> I, you picked the fucking, my, the song I hate the most. <laughs> hey, at least you got it, though. <laughs> I'm making you, I'm, I'm making you guys rethink your set list. <laughs> Hell no, we'll never play that song again. Hey, don't say ever, because we, we played that shit fucking, uh, like, what, two years ago. Oh, there fucking, you go. Hate that shit. And like he was like, "Yo, we're not playing that ever again." But we, we convinced him to play it. All right, all right, moving on. Okay, right or wrong, who will be the judge? Sin on display. Can you weigh the honesty? Oh, oh, that's uh, something worth it. Yeah. No, hey, there we go, yeah, Jason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got this. Jason's in on this. Here we go. I know that one because I was right next to Nate when when he was fucking doing that shit. He was doing the lyrics. All right. They say time has a way of healing. Dries all the tears from your eyes. But it's this empty feeling my heart can't disguise. Oh, that I think I know that one. Uh, That's uh, uh, Malamuhir. Yeah, yeah. That I knew it was from. Those Oscar. are act, those are actually Thin Lizzy uh, 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 lyrics. Are they really from yeah, uh, yeah. from uh, which song? Uh, uh, fuck. Um, what's that song called? Something so, love. So, something the one, love. Yeah, the one that 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 Sade covered. Um. I forgot what it's called. I have to research this. All right. That's, yeah. that, that's pretty awesome that you guys paid homage to that. Yeah. All right. We got two more. This land has been cursed, plagued by famine and disease. Oh, uh, never kneel. Yeah. Jason wrote that one. 
See, Jason, I'm not gonna let you down. <laughs> All right. Uh, fight through the sounds of the silence. Raise fists for the for the helpless and anger Guerra? for the street. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll give you that. But hey, look, you guys know your songs. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> what do we win? Adoyal man? rules. You guys you guys win uh, there you go. Adoyal rules. That's what you guys get. Give me Adoyal rules uh, sound bit here. Adoyal rules. <laughs> um man, this has been great, guys. You guys have any last uh, shout outs, any plugs, anything you wanna just put in on this podcast before we end things up here? No, I just hope you enjoy the album. Listen to the album if you haven't yet. Pick it up. Um, yeah. Yeah, sh- shout out to uh, Ma- uh, Max Cavalera, baby. Shout out to Arthur Rizik. That's right. Shout out to uh, shout out to Black Lives Matter. Yeah, man. man Black Lives uh, Matter. That's right. Man, this this was great, guys. You know, all all my listeners, you know, Zabalba's fourth album, Años and Infierno, is out now uh, on Southern Lord Recordings. Please stream, buy, support these guys. Uh, however, way, however much way you can, and they'll be on the road as soon as you know. Um, man, Jason, Brian, thank you so much, guys. I appreciate oh, yeah. you from the bottom of my thank heart. Thank you. Uh, stay yeah, safe I, out there. And yeah, listen, you too, man. Uh, come back, us. come back to Dallas. Shout man. out to you, Sonny. Shout out to you. Hey, come yeah. to Dallas, and we'll do a we'll do a face to face interview with you and the boys. That'd be great. Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah, hell yeah, let's do hell it, baby. Yeah. Hey guys, thanks for listening to Interview Under Fire podcast. If you guys liked what you heard, please subscribe and share our channel. And please leave a five-star review as that helps us tremendously. And also, if you guys have any questions or comments, you can find us at Interview Under Fire at Facebook or at Instagram. Or you can write us directly at schwag at interviewunderfire.com. That's S-C-H-W-A-G at interviewunderfire.com. Or Rezablade, that's R-E-Z-A-B-L-A-D-E at interviewunderfire.